I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. Hey, welcome. We're so happy to be here with the podcast number 43, the Simon Says Podcast with the Get Up Show number 43, y'all. That's a lot. It's going to be almost as old as we are before too long. <laughs> I'm Sean with Charlie and Maddie over there. Hi there. Oh, hey. What is the first major news story you remember in your whole life? The first thing that you remember being the big news story of the day. I, I remember Walter Cronkite. I definitely remember him, and that's what I associate with the news. I don't remember the first major news story. It's all kind of a big big mishmash. I remember President Ford. Mm-hmm. I remember Nixon being on the news. I don't remember what the big story. Maybe Nixon was the big story I remember. I don't know. Charlie, what do you remember about the Louisiana Purchase? <laughs> Well, I got this parchment that was uh-huh. delivered by Covered Wagon and mm. <laughs> learned all about you, it. Come were those square. Covered Wagons com- comfortable inside or were they? Because, you know, when you see them on TV, you can tell that from the outside they're small. But when they do the shot on the inside on Wagon Train, it's like a full house in there. And I'm oh, like, wait sure. a minute. Yeah. That the continuity's bad. It was better than the back of a pickup truck. Well, sure. <laughs> no. So, do you really want to know what the first major news story is that I remember? Of course. I want to hear all about the Hindenburg. Mm, You're so funny. It was Elvis. Oh, when Elvis died. Yeah. I remember being in the, we had a pickup truck at the time, and being in the truck with my mom, and it came on the radio, and I remember her, like, gasping. And and so I specifically, that's the one that really stands out to me as being the first major thing that I remember happening huh what day of the week was that do you remember i don't know it was i mean i guess it was during the week wasn't it i'm gonna find out i feel like it was a wednesday it was uh, and i knew this it was a tuesday tuesday august 16th because i was in school already that day and there was a little girl named kelly who brought that news uh the next day because he died in the afternoon the next Mm -hmm. day she brought that news to school, and she announced to the whole class that Elvis died straining on the toilet. Oh, really? She was a mean girl. Like, and how I did a... she even know that? That's something uh, that... I, I think we know exactly how that came about, and that would be her dad probably like, Man, you hear that Elvis died on the toilet? He was pushing it. Uh, and... 
But in within one day, that news had gotten out already like that? Not, I, I mean, we didn't have the internet and things back then. Well, I oh, think I they probably, didn't they, wouldn't they have said that they, he was in his bathroom? Yeah, he was I'm found sure in the bathroom. Point, so I think he just kind of filled in the blanks. Yeah. He could have been taking was, a shower. She was the meanest girl. And I had the biggest crush on her. And I used my money and <laughs> went to would. the little store down at the corner and bought her a ring, one of those little stupid gemstone rings that used to be so popular. It was a cross. Yeah. And I bought that for her and took it to school, and she wouldn't take it. <laughs> and and it no. broke. A, she wouldn't take it, and two, it broke. And her mom, at some point later, was at school, and she came up to me and said, I'm sorry that Kelly wouldn't take that ring you tried to give her, but she came to me and said, Mama, I don't want to be engaged. <laughs> it was too much too soon. I've told you about that. You've always been a little intense, bro. <laughs> How dare you say I'm intense? How's wrong with you? Maddie, what was your first big news story you remember? Oh, it was a real, real pick-me-up, make-you-feel-good event we like to call the Challenger Explosion. Really? That's the first one you remember? Oh, hardcore. Because that was such a big deal. And See, remember, I grew up in New Hampshire, so Krista McAuliffe was from Ma uh, Manchester. Oh. And, you know, it was like the biggest thing ever that this teacher from New Hampshire was going to be in the shuttle and so they had all of us i was in fifth grade they had all of us you know watching tvs you know they pushed that tv card into the room oh. and we're all watching yeah, like we, so were watching. we were watching it live yeah and it went up and it was like <gasps> oh do you remember do you remember what the guy at nasa said when it blew up no no he said we have a major malfunction. That was his response when the thing exploded across the sky. <laughs> kind of an understatement yeah. there. But oh, who knew Captain Obvious was there? That's no, right. But well, it was so for, chilling. Yeah, for you, Maddie, like they were, you know, like you said, they, you were the, sitting there watching it with excitement. For me, I remember we were, you know, a little, a little bit older than you. So I was like, I don't know, a freshman in high school maybe. And we had just come back from lunch, and I remember Mr. Reller, the AV teacher, pushing the TV on the cart out in the hallway, and everybody's standing there in the hallway like, oh my gosh, what in the world happened? Let me see. A 19, it was 1986. Was it 86? So I was 12, yeah. Okay. Wow. I was I 16. Think it was in fifth grade. Is that how that mathematically works? Whatever. Anyway, but yeah, I, I mean, I remember it. That, that big plume and then the, mm -hmm. the, the spiral. But, you know, it's interesting because you, know, you talk about the, the events that you remember, and it's usually like I remember, and, and not to go on the, the downside, but it's, it's weird how you remember negatives, yeah. not as much as positives. Mm -hmm. Like I remember the start of uh, Desert Storm because I remember being, that was when CNN first started showing video all the time. I'm being my, my buddy Andy Dumont's basement watching all the, the bombing and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I remember, you know, I remember where I was when Kurt Cobain died. I remember where I was when Jerry Garcia died. It's like, you know, it's like these weird, it's always death ones, which mm. is a real bummer. I wish I was like, <laughs> hey, you remember where you were when this super awesome fun thing happened? Yeah. I remember celebrating the bicentennial, so that was a positive thing. Yeah, me too. I definitely remember that yeah, because I had, a, I had an Uncle Sam top hat, the the <laughs> Red, white, and blue top hat, <laughs> and and I loved it. It was my favorite thing, and I got car sick and threw up in it, and <laughs> had to throw it away. Oh. Hey, well, at least it was that, and not like a beanie. I mean, at least, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at least it, it like was, the it top hat would hold a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted that top hat. I'd have rather, rather thrown up in anything else and still had that damn top hat because I want it. And every once in a while, I'll look on eBay trying to find my Uncle Sam top hat so I can replace it. <laughs> Not yeah. your actual Uncle Sam top hat. Has been thrown up in once. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> I want it back. The other one that I remember it was it was many years after, obviously after Nixon and Ford. Um, oh, geez, I remember when uh, Carter was inaugurated. We watched that in school. We had that on live in school, and then when Reagan was shot, I was it, they interrupted cartoons for that. They broke into uh, Porky Pig <laughs> to uh, go to live news that Reagan had been shot, and then crazy enough, my friend Jim Carter came to the door. And was like, hey, what are you doing? Let's go outside. And I was like, nah, man, Reagan just got shot. And he was like, ah, you shut up, you're lying. But it was right there on the news, breaking live news at the time. And you wanted to stay inside and watch that because I totally would have been like, okay, let's go outside. Yeah. <laughs> I was an Porky inside Pig's guy. Not coming back, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was an inside guy. Porky Pig was also playing the time that I burned the kitchen down. I think I told you guys that's a lot of Porky Pig going on in your house. You know, he was I really was a- speaking to you. <laughs> <laughs> You were conditioned to now you now you associate Porky Pig with disaster. Right. You hear Blue Christmas and it's like you start freaking out. Well, I learned a lot from Porky Pig. All of my fashion sense, you know, the shoes and the I jacket. Know. Yeah, no <laughs> pants. It's real awkward. Yeah, that's not it's not really something we should be doing. <laughs> Smart shiny shoes and a short coat. Look at him go. <laughs> Did you guys hear about I mean, school is tough enough. Although I will tell you, this here's something crazy. My, my kid made this observation recently, and she's so right. And tell me, you probably, maybe you hadn't thought of this this way, but when I say this, you'll say, OMG, that's correct. My daughter said the other day, by this time, what is this? It's almost Thanksgiving. It's November. Mm-hmm. She said, by this time in a normal school year, going to school every day, she would have gotten sick three or four times by, by this point in the year, and she has not even had a sniffle because she hasn't been around all the other filthy kids. That's and they're not, true. They're not trading germs back and forth in an enclosed germ capsule at school with hundreds and thousands of kids walking up and down the hall touching everything and sneezing and touching everything and handing it back and forth and touching everything and sneezing. And I thought, you know what? That's brilliant because you, you're right. You're, you're a picture of health. You haven't had one cold, nothing. And then I thought, I haven't either. I haven't been sick one time since, you know, last February. I so haven't even had. <laughs> yeah, it's all because she so goes to school. So we have her school. to blame for your crying and moaning all these years. <laughs> but I, but have have you guys? I didn't even get the. I mean, knock on wood, I rarely ever get sick. But yeah. every year. I have recordings of myself around this time from past years where you can hear my voice get rough because of allergies. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have that this year. I never did get that Marge Simpson voice going on. Mm -hmm. So that's crazy. Yeah, I don't get sick that often anyways. Uh, Although I think I'm terrified to get sick in general. Well, now we are. Nobody wants to get sick because it's like, (laughs) what's wrong with you? No kidding. Anybody gets a sniffle. Jeez, I was... I was uh, I was out somewhere the other day, and it occurred to me, you people need to stay home. There was an old lady. I say old lady. I don't know how she how old she was, but she was pulling her mask down to blow her nose. Ugh. And I was thinking, that ain't right. That's not what you do. 
you stay home and blow your juicy nose. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't be any. You shouldn't be out with a mask on if you're needing to blow your nose. Oh, and it was so juicy too. And she would blow it, and it would make that real juicy, oh, watery come on. sound. Can we and not? Then she, then she would take the Kleenex and tuck it into her bra strap, and she did it like three or four times. Huh? And I call. That's I called nine one one. I did the reasonable thing and called nine one one. Listen, I've tased and arrested this woman. She clearly is. <laughs> right, it's what you home. do these days. It's kind of we can't be too careful. So speaking of school. There's a French school that has banned parents from throwing their children over the locked <laughs> gate if they arrive late to school. I, When I saw this, first I thought it was like a story from The Onion or The Babylon Bee or something because it was just so crazy. And then and I was like, okay, well, it's in a third world country or something. No, it's in France. Yeah. And they had to tell them not to throw their kids over the gate. Some parents struggling to get their kids to school on time have resorted to desperate measures to make it to the 8.30 deadline. <laughs> Maybe leave earlier? Yeah, I, well, no, that's crazy. I get being late because life happens. But I love the idea that they're like, no, we're locking the gate. You got to wait. And they're like, nah, <laughs> you thought. No. And ready? Ten finger. One, two, three. Up and over. See, I picture bigger kids. Although, I do think the toddlers are easier, easier to throw. Oh, oh yeah, sure. you just swing them. Yeah. <laughs> get a Especially couple get one of those back cool, swings. Like, yeah, they get like that cool backpack or like a nice uh, onesie snowsuit, and that thing is—you are airborne. <laughs> well, you got to. I think you got to throw their stuff over first, so then they want to go after that. It's like, oh, oh yeah, your lunch they, is over there. Do you think that there's a spot like they know that there's a? Are they just straight chucking onto asphalt? Like, oh no, you know? but this—it's a six-foot fence. There's, they've put signs up on this fence that tell the, the parents, do not throw your little kids over this six-foot-high steel fence that's wrapped around the, the opening of the school. You know, instead of the sign, maybe don't lock the fence. Nah, man, mm. you can't have late kids. Come on. Yeah, no. Nah. What do you think? What's more important, late kids or possible injuries? Because it's just it's so <laughs> insane to me because it's like, you know, I, I've been that, that parent coming in hot with my kid yeah. just because, you know, something got away or the dog wouldn't go out or, you know, whatever. But it's like I, I'm just picturing at any point I'm like, honey, come on. One, two, three, let's go. <laughs> have a good day. Oh, your lunch. <laughs> um, yeah i i've never been in any predicament or any position where it seemed like the right t thing to throw a kid that's because you're yeah. always there 30 minutes earlier waiting for them to unlock the gate so that you can go in well if if you're well 30 minutes is almost late for being early right <laughs> but bag it up back, bag it up dial back to what you just said I can't think of any scenario where I've thrown my – okay, the pool. I think the pool is the only acceptable place to be throwing your child. But I can't think of any other situations where I've tried to chuck her somewhere. No. Hmm. Maybe snow. All right. I take it back. Any <laughs> trampoline pit maybe. Anywhere where I know there's a landing spot. But up and over a fence? No. That, that unless, can't be good. Unless we're locked out. Is there a mattress on the other side? But six feet. Big one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you guys heard about the Mountain Dew cookbook. People love Mountain Dew around here. That's uh, if you don't drink coffee in this area, you likely drink Mountain Dew or gin. But there's a Mountain Dew cookbook that's 95 pages of recipes, and every single thing has Mountain Dew in it. 
I have a Coca-Cola cookbook. Yeah, well, oh, well, we were enjoying this. But, I mean, that's not just <laughs> ma- Mountain Dew's not the only soda you can cook with. But that's a lot of recipes. They've got... Like, even if it's only one per page, that's still, what'd you say, 95? 95 pages. They've got breakfasts. They have something they call dipping with Dew. Dew does dinner. Satisfying sides. Dang good desserts and liquid legends. Huh. <laughs> I, I can see how you can use Mountain Dew to cook. It gives you a little sweet flavor. Mountain Dew pancakes. Okay. I, I could see that, I, that kind of, because it acts as a, maybe the bubble, the carbonation acts as like a, it'll make it the pancakes lighter. Would you, you know, I was just watching a video online where they were um, boiling eggs or they're boiling, boiling things in unusual things. Uh-huh. So, for instance, they boiled eggs in Gatorade Ew. and it turned the eggs um, to like orange. And it gave it like a slight flavor. Like I could see that maybe. So if you boil an egg, does the egg inside the shell well, have right. a Gatorade flavor? They took the eggs. They were already semi-cooked, and they took them out of the shells. So oh. in, in full disclosure, they were they were already de-shelled. But oh. my thought is, you know, if you did that with Mountain Dew, I'm just trying to think of be like a lemon lime egg. Ew. Dip some chips in Mountain Dew green salsa. Make some Mountain Dew jalapeno poppers to go with your Mountain <laughs> Dew pork chops. Then finish with a Mountain Dew two-ingredient cupcake. <laughs> See, the cupcake's the only thing that I'm 100% on board with because I've had that before. I can, you got a yeah. Mountain Dew cupcake? Yeah, I feel like I have. Quit yeah, it makes it kind of moist and Yeah. Well, Maxi B's does a 7-Up cake. Yeah. Now, then maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But either way, I like that. See, that works. But the uh, okay, does it say what you do? You merit? Do you do you brine it? The pork chop and the Mountain Dew? Probably. Well, what about the? Have you guys seen the Cheetos cookbook? Because these go hand in hand. You got your Mountain Dew cookbook <laughs> and your Cheetos cookbook, and Cheetos I get. I don't know what it is. Everybody gets diabetes. Uh, maybe that's See, how but- I could finally get the kid to eat vegetables if I just put everything in Mountain Dew and Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> but like you could do that. Like Cheetos makes sense. Cheetos for you know as a as a topping or as a cooking element. You know, you grind it down. You do whatever. I, I can see cooking with the cheese of a Cheeto more than I can of the sweet of a Mountain Dew. Like, the Mountain Dew po- jalapeno poppers, like, that doesn't make any sense. I think that's just forcing the issue. I had a, twi- a Twinkie cookbook, and that was great, except they had, was like, it? Twinkie sushi. That was nah. weird. Did you, what, did you, <clears throat> what did you make out of Twinkies? Uh, I, I, it was mostly, like, baking a cake with Twinkie. Like, you know, using it, like repurposing it as like a lady finger or like um oh, there was one it was like chicken salad and twinkie ew oh no nah, oh, you I could don't like scoop out either. you could scoop yeah. out the uh the filling, filling and, like a, and like put a, chicken salad in there yeah it was like, <laughs> like a, a boat, boat. <laughs> well the the sushi in full disclosure was they took a um uh a fruit roll up and that was the sushi wrapping um which i think is really just kind of forcing the issue but oh, so the, they're making like sweet sushi but the, the, the cheetos the cookbooks fried... all sold out oh is it see yeah. i like the idea of that did okay so similar vein what about all these food themed clothes so you saw the fruit was it fritos frito-lay had the whole line of uh where what was it they've got like beanies and and different things that say lays on them and, whatever. and sonic has socks see I am down with some of that. 
Like I like the idea of so they had they had a a Cheeto onesie, so it's got it's got a hood and it, you kind of look like Chester the Cheeto, and like that one made sense. But there was another one. It was a, a um, what is the to, like toast uh, Tostitos one, and it, that's just dumb because no one really cares about your tortilla chip. Wasn't, you don't know that. Wasn't Taco Bell one of the first ones that came out with the food themed clothing? I got the boy uh, some of the hot sauce packet pajama pants last year. Right. Week. Oh, for real? Yeah, they're great. They're Does really he wear cool. them? He wore yeah. them for five minutes, then he outgrew them. No, well, <laughs> Probably. That kid is a monster. He's yeah. huge. He's going to kill you. You know that. <laughs> Don't say that. He's no, a big it's true. teddy bear. The minute <laughs> yeah. that Maddie steps out of line, that kid's going to squash him like a boulder. Like, you need to shut your mouth and not put that out there in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is just, this is for the investigation. Oh, thanks. But, uh, thanks. Please refer back to Podcast 43, where Sean referenced yeah. his ability to smush me. No, I, yeah, I don't know if he does fit in them anymore. And I'm definitely not wearing his hand-me-downs, because that, that stuff got some wear. But, I, you know, some of these some of these are great. But remember, What do you stove, mean? This, you, look, you won't what? wear his hand-me-downs, but you'll wear a dress you got from Goodwill. That's different. How? How? I don't know, but it's different. You, look, he <laughs> lives in your it. home. He lives right. where you live, and you don't know whose dress that was you got from Goodwill, and you okay. won't wear his clothes. Okay, I would wear. Okay, I wore the dress once for maybe five minutes for a picture mm. just to get famous in Asheville, but then beyond that, I wouldn't wear it all the time. Like I, I would maybe slide into his pants once, but I'm not going to be walking. Oh, that sounds awful. Them. Don't say that. Um. You know, on that same note of Maddie wearing a dress, did you all see the big news about Harry Styles wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue magazine? Everybody's talking about, oh, it's the first man that's been yeah. on there. He's wearing a dress, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, ah, what? He's still, he's copping your thing, Maddie. You were I the know. first man to wear a dress on. Yeah, you were there first. Okay, to bro. get out there slow and get down, famous. <laughs> slow down. I for sure was not the first man to ever wear a dress. Second no, of all, Harry have, Styles looks way better than I ever did. To have your he, photo he go viral. I'm trying to give you some credit here, Styles. I, I appreciate it, but so he's pretty he, man. He was the first guy on that magazine in a dress. And then who's the Emma who's the first pregnant cover of Cosmo that just came out, too? Oh, One isn't of the Emmas. she? She's a model, isn't that the Emma Rushtabikebake? No, it's somebody you know. Is it? Yeah. What uh, you ought to know this. Emma. You would think I would, what but magazine? um, Cosmo. Oh. Emma Roberts. I, oh. First pregnant Cosmo cover ever, and she's beautiful. Oh yeah, I think she's that beautiful. is so beautiful. You know, she's Julia Roberts' niece. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, she was in, what is it, We're the Millers? This is the Millers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 there it is. Yeah, Eric See? Eric Roberts is her dad. Get out. Yeah. He is so crazy and weird. I know, <laughs> I know but that's her dad. Oh, my God, really? I didn't know yes. that. Yes. Yeah. That guy is a mess. Yeah, oh, she's in different. one of, oh, that's right. She's in one of those new, <laughs> she's in one of the new Netflix uh, Christmas movies. Hey. It's like Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember she is, show? isn't she? Yeah. Remember that show you used to watch, the uh, the Home Fixer Upper show called Good Bones with the hot redhead in it? <laughs> yes, and I know where you're going with that. Oh, Jeez. man. Somebody, I... somebody broke into her house and pooped in her garage, <laughs> Dude, and they what? robbed not her a, house. Wait, but not the, she, they broke into the mom, not the, the daughter. Okay. Um, but yeah, they, and it sounded like it wasn't the first time someone had been no. in her garage. But listen to this. That's not even it. Yes, it's not the first time somebody broke into their house. It's not the first time they pooped in her garage. They did the whole thing twice. 
Oh, okay, they, wait well, a minute. They did poop a second time, didn't yes. they? Yes. Okay, I was reading the article, and I'm like, they make it sound like this has happened before. Yes, and- the whole thing happened twice. Okay, this is a woman who goes in and, like, completely remodels houses and things, and she can't even afford a ring camera after the first time somebody breaks in her garage and poops in it. Well, <laughs> but then I think, I think to really add insult to injury is, I want to say I read in the in- interview that there's a bathroom in there. So they, they're they saying now the pooping is purely, like, personal. Like, this is a vengeful poop. Oh, wait Show a minute. You. If they... They're probably just like, man, I've really got to go. You know how those people are out jogging and they just Come like on. have to go? But maybe they just yes. really had to go and they knew there was a bathroom in there. No, it's but not they didn't in, go the in the bathroom. <laughs> it's in the garage. That's oh, the point. <laughs> yeah. No, th- I'm saying that there's a bathroom and they, they're like, they're like, ah, they're I, like I, I see your toilet. Check this out. <laughs> and and here's, the, here's something awful. <laughs> the police are running DNA tests on it to see Ew. if they can find out who put that in the garage. Oh, Wouldn't I'm, you love to be that investigator? I'm and so it was, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and it was in 2020. I learned that you could get DNA from a poop. <laughs> so, oh, of yeah. Course. Oh, I well, had to I didn't sen- think about it. Uh, are we going here? Because I had to send some to oh, get come tested. come on, man. <laughs> Human it's, or dog? No, it's ColoGuard. It's All how right. it works. Right. The poor UPS guy had to pick it up off my porch. <laughs> and he, yeah, but it's it's very. He knocked on the door packaged. and said, "This was this was supposed to be in a box." <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> it's just got a note on it. <laughs> Send to Cologuard. What's going, wrong with these you're going people? To the UPS, you go to the UPS store and say, "What's the best packaging for this?" <laughs> <laughs> just shove it in the night box. <laughs> Well, you know, on a similar note, they say that candy bars' popularity is all about the wrapper and not what it tastes like, that it looks are what makes a candy bar sell. Like if it has something to do with a famous person or charity or if it's shiny or something like that, if it has an ornate label or gold foil or an enticing message. And you know the first thing I thought of when I heard that statistic? What? Reggie bar. I don't know um, what that is. Reggie Jackson had a candy bar, didn't he? It was fantastic, too. Oh, yeah. Those, I rem- was, forgot that ever existed, but okay. It, it was a little block. It was like a chunky, but it, uh, it had Reggie on it. And those were disgusting. so good. What? It just looks like a me- melted pile. It's like it's like <laughs> they had some Beirut uh, bars, and they melted, and they're like, what do we want to do? It's like, let's throw Reggie Jackson a bone. Like, why couldn't they give him something a little more glamorous? But, bruh, don't be like that. They're fantastic. Well, it's also you know, square-shaped. But do you guys, I mean, we've talked about candy bars before, but do you guys go for it based on the label or based on what's in there? No. Oh, I want what's in there. I don't, I don't yeah. know if I've ever bought one based on the label. I'll tell oh. you another one that's 100% based on the label. What? $100,000 bar. But they're delicious. Oh, they're the best. They're the best yeah, thing in the world. I almost bought you a bag, by the way, bro, of the, there was Halloween candy, but it was, I remember last time the ratio is real off. So it's like yeah. 500 grams to like, you know, five to 20 mix or whatever. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Almond Joy and Mounds that you don't want. And then oh, no, like I love those two things. of the. Oh, this is weird. Grand. Completely derailing the conversation. So we got one of those ones. It's got the Swedish fish in it. Ugh. And my wife, well, see, my wife loves them. And so like on road trips, that's what she goes for. And she noticed, she's like, these aren't as good fresh 
These aren't as good as like when you go to the gas station and you get the ones that have been <laughs> sitting there forever and they got what? that kind of hard. Yeah, they're real soft in the Halloween version. But in the gas station, they've got almost like a hard coating because they've been sitting around for so long. <laughs> huh. So you buy them this Halloween and by next Halloween, they'll be ready. Uh, there, see, look at you. That's <laughs> crazy. Really? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Pro tip. Well, you know, we, we had to do a candy clean out because I had yeah. a pinata for my daughter's birthday and mm-hmm. it was the heaviest pinata in the history of freaking pinatas. And I nearly broke my entire back and arm holding that thing up for these kids. And I thought... <laughs> By the the law of physics, if this pinata weighs 50, 50 pounds and it's so packed full of candy, and it's the crap that kids like, you know, the sour stuff and the yeah. chewy stuff. There wasn't any good chocolate in there hardly at all. I figure if it's so full and packed full and so heavy, the second they hit that with my miniature Louisville slugger, it's going to explode everywhere. They're going to get about two good whacks on this thing, and it's going to be gone, right? Has to, right? Right, right. No, no. They they banged holes all in it all the way around and it's hanging on and I'm crying and wailing and moaning <laughs> and it's sliding down the stick and I'm like wait let me get it back up wait a minute please God wait and they keep banging more holes in it and it's literally just like the wire is up here on the end of the stick and it's just hanging on and they keep banging holes in it and they're laughing and they're pointing at me and laughing and I'm wiping my tears away on my sleeve and. I'm falling down and my pants fall down and I'm pulling them up and crying. And finally, eventually, they bust through enough of it where stuff starts falling out and I just give up and let it fall. It never did fall all the way apart and break and fall. See, I think you packed it too full. It needed some air pockets to bust. I agree. What? That doesn't make sense. Because it was so full that it was pushed up against the sides that it almost reinforced it. Yeah. Oh, it it was a load-bearing candy. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you didn't get the keystone out of it, so the whole thing fell together. Y'all might be right. I'll I'll know next time. But at what point does she outgrow these shenanigans? You know, this was the mm. teenage birthday. She's thirteen. So um, bro, you are getting so yeah. close. There's like there's like this teetering. One day she comes in and it's all different. It's it's. I don't coming. know. Your kid's very much your kid. So yeah. I think she holds on to stuff as much as you do. Yeah. So it's going to be a game of chicken on whichever one of you budges first. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like but, I could see you still holding a pinata at her 35th birthday. Because <laughs> neither uh, of you wants to tell the other one that you just, you're out, you've just you outgrown it. Right. I don't know. Hey, bro, what are you doing on my daughter's 35th birthday? I might need some help. <laughs> I'll mail with my back. Forget it. True. I, I don't think I could do it again. I could barely do it this time, and I'm still paying for it. It still hurts. You know, you, you can hire know. people. To, you could actually, you could hang a pinata from the ceiling and not have to hold it yourself. Well, it it could have been hanging, but it was so muddy outside. I didn't want to. I didn't want to tracking that back through the house while I kicked them out. <laughs> so so fall <laughs> over in pain instead. That sounds great. Well, I'd have to bend over to clean up their muddy footprints. After. <laughs> <laughs> it's one or the other. You know, life okay. is hard. Life yep, is hard for me. All right, so we've got Barry the Owl in New York City. New York. Are we doing that? New York City. (laughs) Gee whiz. New York City. Are you guys okay? Uh, There's there's an owl that showed up at Central Park in New York City. New York York City. City. There we go. 
And the whole town has stopped to go and take pictures of this owl. And people are like, oh, my God, it's a real owl. Look, he turns his head almost all the way around. Yes, that's what owls do. Is he lost? No, nah, it's, you know, new uh, Central Park is like the woods. and that's Okay, then why is everybody just so enamored? Don't they because have... Other owls? No, I think it's because it's a city. I mean, yeah. I think they don't get a lot of fun, new, and exciting wildlife. I guarantee you drop a possum in that park, and <laughs> people will freak out. What is it? It's the biggest rat I have ever <laughs> oh, seen. No kidding. You know what I mean? Like, stuff that we take for granted around here. Like, Do we give it like, pizza? <laughs> Yo, Just... have you seen the video of, it's like someone rolling, and they knock on a trash can, and all of a sudden this raccoon pops out like, what's up? <laughs> I just pictured like, yeah, throw some raccoons. What are other some of us, some of our country? Skunks. Oh, man, a skunk? Yeah. Oh, bring it on. The entire would city would get sprayed. Yeah. A porcupine would, out there. You know, that's that's a great idea for a Disney movie. Skunk uh, in be, the city? Uh, I, I like possum in the city. Hot <laughs> skunk in the city. <laughs> Yeah, because a possum does look like a big rat, man. Yeah. That would freak people straight out. I'm telling you, man, that thing would, and they hiss. They're real yeah. mean. Um, Not the um, one in the Disney movie. He's just misunderstood. That's true. He would probably be cute. He would have a little like bow tie, and he'd be talking to people like, Excuse me, mister. With his little I hobo just, stick. I just came to the city for some pizza. Everybody told me I should check out the, the big city. I would see my rat cousins. But there's so many owls at uh, Bar Garden. I don't know if you guys ever go to Bar Garden, but I can nearly guarantee you. I don't. Is that a restaurant? What's? I have no idea what Bar Garden is. Oh my god! They owls are delicious. You know, the thing about it is there's a lot of feathers on there, but they have really long legs. And if you cook them low and slow, they're they really are just delicious. But you know, you got to cook them low and slow to get the stringy out of them. And to you get know, the we, chipmunk taste out. Yeah. It's real nutty. Do they make the, do they make their own glaze from all the Tootsie Pops that they eat? <laughs> yeah. Mm, so mm. good. <laughs> the you gotta, uh, get, you gotta get the glasses and the um the caps. Oh yeah, the graduation Professor hat off. <laughs> Look at him. He's so smart. If you're so smart, how come I'm eating you? Look at you now. <laughs> One, a two, two a three. three. That, that turtle Delicious. snacking away. So I uh, think we're about out of time. What were you going to say? Go ahead and say something else, and then we'll tell them we're out of time. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we used to go. My daughter and I used to go all the time to the bar garden back before we knew that it was bad to give uh, ducks bread. Oh, yeah, you don't give ducks bread anymore, man. They got oh, a sign yeah. up now. But there used to be people up there. They would go to the store, or either they would take their stale bread. There was literally people out there with a bag of bread to kill the ducks. We had a whole tradition. We would go to the Smith Street Diner, and we would take our leftover giant biscuit, and we'd go to the bog garden, and we'd walk around, and we'd look for the one duck, my duck, who had the broken bill, and Aww. I'd make sure I gave him plot, lots of bread, which probably wasn't helping him either. Now that I, now in hindsight, I know that I was killing him more. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't been back forever. But after, I, I, after you realized what you had done. So what I is still, it, the, the bread like bloats their stomach or something? It's not nutritional for them. Like, it's well, not good. Neither are Pop-Tarts, but I still eat them. That's a but real the interesting ducks argument. Them <laughs> yeah. Hey, are there nobody. ducks? Ducks outside handing you pop tarts. They know what they're doing. <laughs> exactly. Look at this one go whack whack. <laughs> um, yeah, we. 
Yeah, I used to love going there. I mean, we'll do was, it again. It's right uh, there, man. It's where free. is it? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's over by uh, Friendly Center. Off of Hobbs, behind the shops at Friendly, and oh. there's there's a big pond back there. There's a waterfall, which I think is um, almost exclusively runoff sewage water from the Friendly Center, but it's beautiful. <laughs> Sounds oh. great. Speaking of I, for, speaking of owls, I got to get a one of those coyote jackets for the littlest trembly dog because there's been an owl in our backyard, and I'm, we're terrified that it's going to sweep down and take off with my derpy dog. Oh, absolutely. So well, we're getting one of those cool spiky coyote jackets. Be sure you video it if that happens. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, that would go. We well. all want to see. Honey, your dog's gone, but I did get a good video of it. It's hilarious. <laughs> Put some funny music behind it. Get famous. Oh no! Now he's chasing the owl. <laughs> there's a lady in stockings running over here. A little ball Where's headed her guy. Where's bra? No, there's the fire department's running behind them. <laughs> <laughs> there's a gorilla. <laughs> now the dog's chasing the fire department. <laughs> and everyone's running real fast. Ooh. Okay. I think we're about out of time. Thank you so much for listening to podcast number 43 of the Simon Says Podcast. We hope that somehow we'll do it again next week for the Thanksgiving show. We'll do the Thanksgiving show next week, I guess. Any parting thoughts from Charlie? Um, UPS drivers, make sure your packages are properly sealed up before you pick (laughs) them up because you never know what could be inside. Yikes. Maddie, what about you? Just because you can put Mountain Dew in it doesn't mean you should. All right. Thank you, you so go. much, everybody. We're crazy about you. We'll see you next week, next time. <laughs> All right, bye. bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.